Me? Possibly a father? I stuttered, rolling off the mat. I went over to the refrigerator I had there, looking around inside for some of the bottled water that I had stashed. It was flat and stale, but it helped me with my thirst, as I thought. I drained half the bottle before turning around, seeing Sophie, sitting on the mattress with her knees pulled up to her chin, looking at me with her long purple hair hanging around her face like some sort of halo, her eyes filled with trepidation and fear. Even in my delay, I'd hurt her, but I didn't know what to say. I never thought a child would be possible for someone like me. I'd dreamed of it, and I'd even told Sophie that before, but I wasn't sure that day would ever come. Finally, I drained the rest of my bottle and grabbed another to bring over to her. I knelt down and took her hands, clasping them in mine. Sophie, it's not that I don't want to have a baby with you someday. I do. I most certainly do. And there's nobody in the world that I think would be a better mother than you. But right now I'm not sure I'm worthy of such a gift. I'm still an evil man, regardless of how redeeming your love is. I've still got a tab with the devil to account for. I have to make amends. The idea of having that debt passing on to a baby, why would I ever be worthy of your love or your child? So is that no? She asked quietly, tears forming in her eyes. My heart broke and I felt tears form in my own. Not a no, my love. Just, we have to take care of some things before we can bring a child into our situation. Sophie nodded a single tear falling to trickle down one perfect cheek. While I knew she truly wanted to help rid the city of these criminals with me, I could also see she yearned for a normal life. Something I'd taken from her when I fell for her. We sat there side by side, and when she leaned into me, I held her and rocked her as the afternoon turned into orange sunset. I've done some more investigation. Tabby said to us the next evening, as we met her for dinner at Giuliano, one of the better Italian eateries in town that wasn't controlled by either the Confederation or Owen Lynch. Unfortunately, that meant it paid protection money to both organizations, and it showed in the decor. Giuliano della Costa refused to let his food quality suffer, though, and I thought his lasagna was to die for. Our deputy mayor is bringing in some out-of-town talent. Oh, really? I asked keeping my voice low. Giuliano had set us in a booth, but since I was supposed to be famous, it wasn't a private corner one. Instead, everyone in the restaurant could see where I, Sophie, and Tabby were sitting. Ostensibly, Tabby was there as our business consultant. She had her MBA now, and the firm she worked for did do real estate investing and venture capital marketing. She'd even brought along some information on real companies in the area ones that she was reasonably sure were clean if I actually did want to invest. I had to give the perky redhead credit. She was smarter than she let on a lot of the time. Sophie had told me her ditzy ginger act was just that, an act. But it was easy to forget, even after having her live with us for a few weeks after her rescue. Any idea who or what? Tabby nodded and slid over a file folder. The outside read Zen Nail Salon and I was going to remind Tabby to use real names and not sets from Breaking Bad when I opened it and found that there was, in fact, a nail salon named Zen just outside the city. Behind the business information, there were two photographs that I slid out and looked over with Sophie. 